find the keys to that truck. I never should have listened to you. This is all your fault. Rain, we need to stick together. I hate you. I hate you all so much. Yes, my mama eat you like Jeff Dahmer. Say she on a period, let's make a mess, mama. I desensitize myself to it. I, 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 uh, I don't know, I went to great lengths. Never did I. Knew it would be this easy. Had a month that shit greasy. Yeah, be the nigga shit cheesy. People said I get my corner, wanna turn around, oh, it's just measy. Everybody wanna get away from me because I got heebie-jeebies smashed up like Michael. That game on the Halloween. What would you do if they sexual parts? I wouldn't enjoy your agency. How long ago did this start, though? Let that stay right before you. But naked in your neighbor's pool, I stay stunned while I'm face fucking at the potatoes. Call you ever seen that before? No freak nasty gore, I need asking laws. You're freak show. Wrong. What do you do? Try anything and you cancel, bro. I'm fixated on asphyxiating and breaking this little chick's neck like a pixie stick. The sick Satan worshiping bitches get horse whippings. I'm in the back, through the back door, slipping through the crack, leaving the corpse, dripping the mortician of love. Sent from above, forced and treat them more. When she the more stingy, I become. Been doing this for more than a quarter century. I'm just numbing my dreaming. Is it real? Someone pinch me on the buns. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like Wolf Kabob's right for Ennis? Get Ennis, Butch, Butch, Boogie, Get Ennis, Get 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 Google, Get 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 Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show. I'm Big Daddy B, and you are listening to the number one podcast on the internet. And on today's horror movie breakdown, we are going to be, well, not we, but Dusty is going to be telling you guys about his favorite horror movie of all time, X. Now we both thought it was fitting since we're going to be doing the Copeland Killings this upcoming Serial Killer Sunday. So, instead of just combining the episodes together, he's just going to do the breakdown of X and then explain the inspiration and everything like that for Sunday and their whole story on Sunday. So, without further ado, I'm going to welcome your host to this evening's show. Dusty McBalls, a.k.a. your certified cougar hunter and your host with the most. Now sit back, shut up, and enjoy this episode. Thank you, Big D, for that beautiful intro. And guys, on today's horror movie breakdown, I thought it was fitting since we're going to be doing the Copeland Killings, the Copeland Killers. 
whoever they are, right? This Sunday for Serial Killer Sunday, when we take a trip to Missouri, I was thinking we just do X for today's episode and then, you know, move forward with, I guess, a part two on Sunday. Now, I fucking love this movie, okay? In this episode, I'm not going to just cover the Copeland killings because, like I said, we're doing it for Serial Killer Sunday. So it's just going to be that typical normal synop or the synopsis and then who made like the movie, who is in it, all that good stuff. And then we're going to do my thoughts on it, Ron Tomato reviews, and then after that, we're just going to pause this series and then pick it up on Sunday. So... I hope you guys are having a great Monday, not Wednesday, Monday too. It's, you know, it's warm here. It's like 60 degrees out, so which is really, really unheard of in Minnesota, especially, (coughs) sorry, I coughed, especially in this time of the year. Yeah, the time of the year. It's, yeah, it's really, really warm, so. It's going to be a fun episode. I hope you guys are going to enjoy it. So we're just going to jump right into it. And we're going to talk about my favorite movie, X. So without further ado, let's get into the synop. So the synopsis for this movie is, in 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast finds themselves fighting for their lives. Rating R for gore, drug use, strong sexual content, graphic nudity, our favorite, language, and strong bloody violence. Genre, horror, mystery, and thriller. Original language, English director, T.I. West. Producer, Jacob Jaffke. Kevin Turen. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Sorry if I fucked that up. Harrison Chris. Writer, T.I. West. Release date theaters, March 18th, 2022. Worldwide. Release date streaming, April 14th. 2022 box office gross USA 11.6 million dollars runtime one hour 45 minutes distributor a 24 the people in this movie are Mia Goth she plays Maxine Jenna Ortega plays Lorraine Martin Henderson plays Wayne. Brittany Snow plays Robbie Lynn. Or not Robbie, Bobby Lynn. Owen Campbell plays RJ. And Stephen Err plays Howard. Also, in this movie, Scott, in quotations, Kid Cuddy, Miss Scuddy. He plays Jackson. And who else is there? Joe, Joeff, Jeff, Joaf. Get off. I don't fucking know how you say his name. It's G-E-O-F-F. So, Dolan. He plays the deputy. And we're going to get into it. This is hands down my favorite fucking movie of all time. Out of all of the horror movies, 
This movie is my favorite, okay? I'll tell you why I like it so much, right? Not only is there boobies, not only is there a 12-inch inch dick that is, be, that is being slung around like a fucking hammer, but this movie, I think, really kind of re-innovated slasher films. Now, if you're wondering, like, hey, how do you think you re-innovated, re-innovated, there we go, the, the slasher genre in horror movies, because I don't, I can't think of another movie out there where it is a group of porn stars getting slaughtered by an old couple. Now, the only other time that I can think off of the top of my head that had this like old couple killing together was Motel Hell, I think. Could be wrong, but I think it's called Motel Hell. And I actually have that movie poster along with X. And right now, as I'm speaking, I'm looking over at it. I'm seeing Mia Goth holding an axe and her overalls just looking at me. Now, this movie's awesome, okay? I love this movie. I'm about to run through this whole fucking thing for you guys. So, the beginning opens up with basically the ending of the movie. It's this cop who, what's his name is? What is his name? Gotta go back down. Where are you? Oh, it's just his deputy. So, the black sheriff in this movie he's walking out of the house and there's a lot of blood and a lot of gore it's just sue fucking perp right and he goes up to one of his other deputies and says well the deputy comes up to him and says hey you got to check this out and it's a film roll like a old 70s camera so and then it cuts to us meeting the main characters jackson who is Kid Cudi, Owen Campbell, who is the cameraman, Brittany Snow, who is a porn star, Marn Henderson, who is like the ringleader, like the captain, well, not the captain, but like the producer of this porno that they're going to shoot. And then Jenna Ortega, she is RJ's boyfriend, the cameraman. So she is basically the girl holding the microphone while they're fucking, okay, throughout this movie. And Mia Goth, she is the main, like the main girl. She is the final girl in this movie. So it cuts to them and you see them leaving a strip club and they are going on a road trip to this farm. Now... As they go to this farm, they go stop at a gas station where they start to film a little bit of a scene where it's just Kid Cudi putting oil, or not oil, but gasoline, or if you're in the UK, petrol, into the car. And he kind of, it's funny because he's like, has his leg up a little bit with like his, he has a really nice suit in this movie too. It's like a a light blue suit, and it looks really, really, I believe it's a light blue suit, and it looks really, really good, and he kind of, like, just puts his, like, flips his suit jacket backwards, and, like, pushes out his bulge a little bit while he's pumping the the gas, and Brittany Snow, she goes, you know, you should shoot that lower so, like, he's doing it with his dick, and that's what he does, 
And it, then they, <laughs> so fucking funny. I think that's hilarious. And then they get into the truck and they drive off to this farm. Now, when they, you know, approach this farm, Wayne, who is Martin Henderson, goes up to the house and knocks on the door and says, hey, we're here to, you know, rent out. It's kind of like an Airbnb, basically. We're here renting out that um, log cabin on your property. We just want to come and get the keys, all this and that. And if you want to show us around, that's basically what he's trying to do. But the old man in this movie, I forgot his name. Let me let me scroll down a little bit. What is it? What is it? Howard. He is like, you're not with the government, are you? And he goes and grabs a 12-gauge shotgun. And he starts threatening them. And he's like, no, no, I promise that I'm not here for the government. And Howard is able to, not Howard, but um, Wayne is able to defuse the situation. Okay. So they all go back to, well, Howard shows them the farmhouse and the property and everything like that. So they go into the, the, um, uh, the, cabin on the property and they start setting everything up getting all nice and comfortable and cozy and then they shoot their first porn scene okay it's between Bobby who is played by Brittany and Kid Cudi and God Kid Cudi's just giving her the beans just fucking railing her just long dick style he's just giving it to her right and so (laughs) After the sex scene is done, you see uh, Mia Goth's character, who is Maxine. She goes off into the fucking, um, like, she walks out and she's naked under these jean overalls. She goes to this little pond that's on the property. And she decides to go take a dip. Well, what she doesn't know is that there's a fucking alligator. A massive alligator in that pond. And she almost gets eight. She does. She truly does. But as she's getting up out of the dock, Pearl, who is the old lady, is like stalking her and watching her. And Maxine sees her. And then Pearl skips off a little, does a weird little fucking skip into the woods and she, you know, leaves. Well, then it cuts back to the end of the porn scene. And you see, you see Bobby (laughs) wiping off a cum stain on her lower back. It is so funny. And then as the camera kind of backs up, you see Kid Cuddy fucking in the window, like looking out, just flexing. <laughs> and you <laughs> and then he says <laughs> or I think I think uh, I think Bobby goes, she's like No, I'm I'm mixing it up a little bit. I'm trying to remember. I think Somewhere along the lines, Kid Cuddy character goes, he's like, God, I'm so good at what I do. And then Brittany Snow's character goes, it's easy to make to make you look good. I was faking most of the time. And then Kid Cuddy goes, you can't fake something like that. And then Brittany just starts moaning, like, repeatedly. And then Jenna Ortega's character asks, like, well, since you guys are dating, is, like, this weird? And she goes, no, this is film." We, you know, there's nothing tied to this. And then after that, um, Wayne goes out and finds Mia Goth's character. 
and he's like, hey, come on, we got to go shoot a fucking show right now. And then fucking Mia got does a fat line of cocaine and she's like, I'm fucking ready. So she goes out <laughs> to the barn where this next porno scene is. And <laughs> in this in this porn movie that they're shooting, Mia Goth and Brittany Snow are sisters, okay? And Kid Cudi is just like a, like, um, what is the word? He's just a stranded person he's trying to get somewhere. And while they're here, while he's here, he just starts banging both of them. And he's they're just like, well, my daddy should be home in a little bit. In a very, very southern accent. And so... As they get ready for this next porn scene, they, it's fucking disgusting. Um, she, I'm losing my thought here. Hold on. Let me rewind. So in this next porn scene, Mia Goth is milking a cow and Kid Cudi comes up to her and says, Hey, do you have a phone I could borrow my, um, uh, my cars broke down and I just need to call somebody and she says the same thing my daddy should be home in a little bit and he's like did you she goes did you run into my sister and he said yeah I ran into her and then one thing leads to another and then they start fucking oh they get down to business and while they're doing the dirty fucking Pearl is watching them she's fucking behind this little window just staring at them right I'm going to backtrack a little bit because before this scene, I forgot to mention this. Before this scene, um, Pearl invites Mia Goth's character into the house where they share a glass of lemonade, okay? And next thing you know, Howard comes home and Pearl freaks out and says, Hey, you got to get out of here. I don't want Howard to find out that you're here. Also, in this movie... Pearl is also played by Mia Goth. So Mia Goth is playing two characters. So then she runs to the far, runs to the house on the edge of the property. And that's when Wayne says, hey, we got to go shoot your scene. And so they go shoot that porn scene. And then while they're doing the porn stuff, the big old Dickens, Pearl's watching them. <laughs> and after that, after Pearl watches them, Pearl goes up to the house and then they go into their cabin for the night, call it a good, you know, call it quits, okay? Well, while they're all sitting around and just talking and drinking beer and stuff like that, Jenna Ortega speaks up and says, you know, like, hey, like, what's going on here? Like, you guys don't get weirded out because you're dating each other and, you know, like you're fucking different people. And they basically reassured her that there's nothing attached to the other person when they're shooting this film, this movie. And Jenna Ortega, since she's dating RJ, who's the cameraman, she's like, well, if there's no, there's nothing tied to it, well, I want to do it. I want another scene. And RJ's like, no, I'm not letting you do this. And he starts freaking out and he runs outside basically. And Wayne comes out to comfort him and basically tell him like, Hey, she's going to do this, whether you like it or not. And, and RJ's like, well, she's not one of them. And since Wayne is dating Mia Goth's character, Maxine, 
He's like, what do you mean by that? And they almost get into a little bit of a fight, but he's able to come back in and have him like try to film this. And he does film it. He films Jenna Ortega getting pounded by this massive snake, okay? And after that, it sends him for a loop because they all go to bed, but he decides to go take a shower and he has a mental breakdown while he's in this fucking shower. So what he does in like a spur of the moment, like freak out, he grabs his car keys, goes to the van, says, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. So he gets in, backs up, and as he's about to leave, he comes across Pearl. Now, Pearl's a fucking psychopath, okay? Her and Howard are fucking lunatics. Because when he sees her, he stops the car, gets out, and says, Hey, are you okay? Like, can we... Like, let me get you back to your husband. And she looks at him and tries to kiss him and says, Love me like you do that that other girl. And he's like, No, ma'am. Nuh-uh, not fucking happening. I don't like you like that. I'm not attracted to you. And then what she does is she fucking stabs him to death. And fucking murders him. And this scene is actually really, really cool. Because as the blood is spurting out of his neck. It covers the taillights. And then the the like the screen slowly goes from like the normal colored TV screen. To a red. Like a red tint over it. And it is so fucking cool. That's what I loved about this movie. That's one of my favorite parts about it. And so. There comes this massive murder spree because after he dies after rj dies jenna ortega's character gets up and she goes and finds um wayne and she's like hey rj's gone i don't know where the fuck he is can you go look for him so they go out and look for him and wayne is the second one to get murdered okay he goes into the fucking barn where they first shot this well where they shot this like Mia Goth, when she was getting fucked, that's where they, that's where he went, okay, and so as he's in there, he steps on a nail, starts freaking out, and he's like, as, like, yelling for RJ, and he sees movement behind this little peephole within the barn, so he goes up and looks in it, next thing you know, Pearl comes in with a fucking pitchfork and stabs him in the eye sockets, okay, because there was like four little holes right next to each other where he was peeking through, and boom, Gets it straight in the face. So, after he's dead, um, Jenna starts kind of running around and then she goes up to the farmhouse because Howard steps outside and he goes, have you seen my wife? And she goes, no, I haven't, but I'm also missing my boyfriend. And so he said, okay, go grab a flashlight down the basement. All right. Now she goes down the basement. Howard slams the door, locks it, and then... She goes back downstairs and starts freaking out to go out through the cellar door. Well, she sees this man strung up in like a bathtub type deal. Not like, yeah, basically a bathtub that wasn't really used for anything. And you see him, genitals, dick and balls, just out. Now, I can't remember specifically off the top of my head if it is RJ. Because RJ's body at this point, they have moved it from out of the from out in front of the truck i can't remember i could be completely wrong it might be a random person because i do distinctly remember well i do distinctly remember thinking that i was like that 
that's not RJ. Who is that person? So I think it might have been a different person, but I can't really remember 100%. So as she's locked down there, she starts banging and screaming on the door. And well, not on the cellar door because she runs back up and starts banging on it. And she's like, let me out of here. All this, you know, normal, typical shit. And then Howard ends up leaving the house and ignoring her. Well, as Howard comes out of the fucking house, he starts walking to where the cabin is, where the porn stars are staying. Now, at this point in this cabin, it's Kid Cudi, Brittany Snow, and Mia Goth. And what happens is Kid Cudi comes out and he's getting a drink of milk. And you see, it's this is another really cool detail that I liked is they had the missing persons, like, you know, like the missing kids on the milk carton, which I thought was really, really cool because that was like a really big thing in like the 70s because there was like, I think from what I researched, there was like 500 serial killers at one time during the 70s, which is fucking wild because nowadays it's like 25 to 50 at one time. But he comes out. Now, this is another one of my favorite fucking scenes because Howard is a Marine. Well, was a Marine. And he did, I think, during the World War II, if I remember correctly. I think it was World War II. I'm trying to remember from Pearl, which is the sequel to X. And I think he was away during World War II. But anyways... Kid Cudi's character just came back from the Vietnam War. And as he sees the grandpa coming down, Kid Cudi answers the door. Butt ass naked. Dick swinging. Now, this is going to be weird, okay? But I swear to God, that dude is hung like a horse. I've never seen that big of a dick. Like, in a movie. Like, you don't even, like, fucking see it up close and personal. It's just the outline. Like, he, I swear to God, he puts Drake to shame. Like, this, this thing is fucking massive, okay? No homo, but this thing is fucking ginormous, okay? And so, he's like, I forgot what he said, but he's like, he holds up, like, his dog tags and says, Devil dogs, right? We stick together, okay? And then he goes back in the house and tells Howard he's going to change And they go and search the swamp, the little pond. And at this point, when they reach the pond, they both split up. And Howard tricks Kid Cudi's character into thinking like that he's trapped in the pond. So Kid Cudi goes searching for him in there. He just sees the flashlight. He's like, well, what the fuck? So Kid Cudi comes out of the pond and he sees Howard standing right by like, right in front of him as he exits this marshy area. And Howard is like, I see how you look at my wife and how you want to dick her down. So he blows a huge hole in Kid Cudi's chest with a 12-gauge shotgun. Like, it shoots. I don't know if that's realistic. I don't know if a shotgun would literally blow you like 10 feet away. But that's what it did to Kid Cudi. So he ends up, starts... After he kills Kid Cudi, he then starts walking back to the cabin. Now, at this point, Pearl is at the cabin where um, Brittany Snow and Mia Goth are staying. And they're the only two alive right now. And Pearl, as she enters the cabin, she walks into Mia Goth's room, 
butt-ass naked, like I'm not even fucking joking, butt-ass naked, blood all over her, and starts spooning Mia Goth's character, which I'm kind of, I wonder how they shot that scene because that's really, really interesting. If they shot it with like a stunt double, like covered in like a green morph suit so where they could just kind of like overlay, um, let me try to explain it better. So I wonder if they made like, if they just shot two different scenes and then just push them together like they usually do or if they like maybe like AI made Mia Goth's character and had a stunt double in a green suit that was supposed to represent Mia Goth's character while she was spooned by Pearl because like I said earlier Pearl's or Mia Goth is playing Pearl and um her Maxine the porn star so I, I don't know how they did it, but it was it's really, really cool and interesting how they shot those scenes together. But eventually, Maxine wakes up from Pearl and screams and freaks the fuck out, okay? And Pearl, her runaway is so funny. She gets up and just like hobbles back and forth really quick as she's leaving the room. And Brittany Snow's character comes out, fucking screams. And then... Like, Pearl runs past her and out of the house. Now, I can't remember how... Oh, I remember how. So, Brittany Snow's character ran after um, Pearl. And they run to the dock really quick, right? Where the... where. Um, Maxine was earlier when she was swimming with the alligator and at one point oh this is how it went down this is how it went down so Pearl is standing at the end of the dock looking out and Brittany Snow's character comes up from behind her tries to you know get her to go back to the house being really really gentle because before she became a porn star she was a nurse and worked in a nursing home and then Pearl starts talking major fucking shit to her. And at one point, Pearl gets really upset and shoves her into the pond where Brittany Snow's character gets ate by the alligator. And this is where, um, fucking, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Maxine is still in the cabin, right? She hasn't gone anywhere. And when Howard and Pearl link up and talk about like, you know, which one they're going to keep. They decide it was going to be Maxine, Mia Goth's character. So they run back up to the cabin where Mia Goth is at, I believe. Now I might flip flop these on accident, so don't get mad at me. And so as... They're heading, walking around into the cabin. Pearl and Howard, while they're walking around in the cabin, Mia Goth hears them coming, so she gets under the bed. Now, this whole episode, or this whole movie, basically, Pearl is upset that she doesn't get any love and affection. She can't get dicked down, but you know what I mean? She can't get dicked down in Dallas, is what I was going to say, but I butchered that joke, so whatever. But as, there, as Mia Goth is laying under the bed in her room. This is another one of my favorite scenes. Howard 
and Pearl decide to get to fucking. Oh yeah, they do. You get to see two saggy people getting dicked, okay? And it is, it's so funny because Howard can't have sex because of his heart, but Pearl coerces him into the dickens, and he gives it to her. And at one point, Mia Goth sneaks out under the bed and is able to run up to the farmhouse. Now, while Howard and fucking Pearl are getting the dickens, once they're finished, you see Pearl at one point get up. This bitch has no nipples. And it comes, like, that's not the only time you see her with no nipples. It's, like, scattered throughout, but dudes and dudettes, she has no fucking nipples. That is the first fucking thing that I noticed, like, in this movie. I was like, that bitch doesn't have nipples. And she doesn't, okay? And DM me a photo of that scene. And you'll be like, you sure she doesn't have nipples? If you say she has nipples, I will gladly go back and look at it, okay? But I swear on everything that I own, this bitch doesn't have any fucking nipples. And after they're done fucking, like I said, Pearl escapes and she runs up to the house where she sees, um, where she sees Jenna Ortega. And I... I'm sorry, I forgot this. At one point, when Jenna Ortega is trying to escape the basement for the first time, she grabs a hammer and she starts banging on the window. And as she tries to unlock it, like she gets a hole out and then she goes to unlock it from the outside. Oh, Howard fucks up her hand. Like, bad. Like, takes the end of the butt of the shotgun and just smashes the fuck out of her hand. It is brutal but it is so fucking funny and so Mia Goth ends up running so before she enters the house and sees Jenna Ortega's character she goes to the truck and grabs a gun a revolver that is in the glove box and she as she's grabbing it she hears Jenna Ortega's character screaming for help so she goes up there Unlocks the door, lets her out. Jenna Ortega's character, dumb as fuck, starts freaking the fuck out and says, no, we got to get the fuck out of here. She runs out the screen door, gets blown away by the shotgun. Blown the fuck away. And as she dies in the house, because when he shot her, she, sh- she flew back through the... Uh, flew back into the house and... As she, as as they enter the house, as Pearl and Howard enter the house, Mia Goth, I'm gonna kind of fuck this up on accident because I just saw it a week ago, but I fucked it up. I might fuck it up on accident. And she has the gun, and I can't remember if this is what happens. So they're talking to each other. I forgot what the dialogue was, but. Jenna Ortega's character gurgles and it gives Howard shoots off the gun and it gives him a heart attack and he dies. So at this point, Mia Goth goes up to shoot Pearl, 
but she didn't load the gun. The gun didn't have any bullets in it, and it clicks. And then Pearl grabs the shotgun and tries shooting Mia Goth's character, but completely misses, and Pearl flies out of the fucking screen with like the screen door it is the funniest fucking shit and as she's flown out mia goth's character walks out and she's like help me help me mia goth's character oh i'm so old and brittle and i can't move and then mia goth's like fuck you bitch and then (laughs) pearl's like fuck you Fuck you. It was supposed to be me. I was supposed to be famous, you fucking whore. And doing all that shit. And so Mia Goth gets in the fucking, um, gets in Howard's truck. Puts that bitch in reverse and runs over Pearl's head. And then speeds off, does a fat line of cocaine off of her hand. And then the sun's coming up. I think, I believe the sun's coming up. Could be wrong. And then... It cuts to when the sh- the beginning of the movie where the sheriff and all of them arrived and said something horrible happened here. All this and that. And then the movie ends. That is basically the gist. That took me so long to fucking explain. But it is a great movie. It is probably one of my... Like, I don't know. It is just such a beautiful movie. It is my number one movie of all time. You can fight me on that and I will punch you in the tits okay i'm being honest it's it's great nothing will ever be able to deter my deter my brain from ever thinking that pearl or x is not the number one movie and if you have already seen x and you didn't know this pearl that is the name of the sequel okay and if you haven't seen x watch it and then watch pearl or you could flip it around because pearl is technically a prelude to x so you can see why Pearl is fucking insane, but, you know, whichever way you want to watch it, so, it's a great movie, I highly recommend it, okay, I really do think it brought a new light to slasher films, and I think it is probably the best slasher film I've ever seen, like I said, is better than Jason, better than Michael, better than Leatherface, it's better than Scream, okay, well, uh, no, it's better than Scream, fuck Scream, Okay, this movie is the best fucking slasher film I have ever seen. And I love how it rejuvenated, personally, I think, the slasher film genre within horror movies. It is beautiful. It's excellent. I love it. So now we're going to get into the Rotten Tomato reviews. Now the tomato meter for this movie is a 94%. Audience score gave it a 75%. Those guys are stupid. Fuck them. They don't know what they're talking about. Okay, they don't. Our first review comes from Candace Frederick, Huffington Post, top critic. It's crass and ghastly with an one-the-nose premise. Oh, not one. With an on-the-nose premise fit for the often sensationalist slasher genre and the salacious X-rated cinema embedded in this story. There was a lot of big words in there. I'm, that it tripped me up a little bit. Our second one comes from Gordy Gray from The Australian. Top critic. The characters are fleshed out and kooky. 
you'll mourn when they meet their inevitable slaughter. And for a slasher, the acting is remarkably good. Jenna Ortega and Mia Goth in particular are scene stealers. Our third one comes from Celia Madison from BuzzFeed News. Top critic. X reanimates perennial fears of aging, older women, and one's fading relevance. Our fourth one comes from Mark Kermode from Kermode and Mayo's Film Review. Top critic. There's tension, proper fleshiness that makes the audience wince. And the actors seem to be really enjoying themselves. Entertaining and repugnant. Is that a word? That's a fucking word, I guess. In a good way. Our final review comes from Tim Cogshell from Film Week KPCC NPR Los Angeles Top Critic. This is really great. A throwback to those grindhouse films of the 1970s. Told you guys, it's a fucking great film. Go out and watch it. That's the end of the episode, and that's all I'm going to say more, okay? Go fucking watch it. It's beautiful. I love it. It's on Netflix, and everybody has Netflix, so there's no reason why you shouldn't watch this fucking movie, okay? I guarantee you, if you watch it, you'll be exactly like me. You'll be like, oh, she does have no nipples. Oh, Kid Cudi does have a massive dick. And yes, Logan, Dusty, it does rejuvenate the slasher film genre. So, suck my nuts, people. It's fucking good. Go out and watch it. All right. Now, the setup for this week. I have no idea what we're doing for Wednesday's episode. Um, actually, I do. I lied. We're doing a Rockefeller. I think it's a Rockefeller expedition, tragedy, cannibalism, same shit. Kind of like how the Jameson Whiskey Foundation, not the foundation, the Jameson Whiskey episode that I did a while ago. I think it was over a year ago. It's kind of like that episode, and it's a good fucking episode well it's well yes that episode is good but this episode that we're going to be doing is going to be good so it's it's creepy it's cringe i was gonna say cringy but it's not it's just wild and you guys will enjoy it it has all of our favorite stuff the gore the violence the death everything so i'm gonna leave it off here and i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your monday we have you know hopefully just a few hours left and i will see you guys wednesday So, remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, the most important thing on this planet, stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.